Stay tuned. Eastside Radio, 89.7 FM. What is up, everyone? You are listening to the 12th episode of Breaking Waves here on 89.7 Eastside FM with your hosts, Alexandra Healy and Arabella Alamy. This is our final episode for the next six weeks. Last week, Alexandra and I spoke about our experience with Tourette's Syndrome. So if you missed that episode and want to find out more about Tourette's, you can listen to the Breaking Waves podcast on the Eastside FM website. We have loved having our own show on radio and coming into the studio and sharing our stories and much more. We sure have. And Alexandra and I want to talk about a topic today that we've noticed affects everyone Mm -hmm. from teenagers, males, females in their 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, our body image. Mm. Why are so many of us constantly unhappy with our bodies and constant battles with food? Yeah, And how can we learn to love our bodies no matter the shape or size? Exactly. I find all of us, like most females I know, and guys too, no matter what body type we have, want it to be thinner and slimmer and more toned. Mm. It just seems all we think about is how much we're eating. Oh, without a doubt. Yeah, and what we can do to be more perfect. Literally. Especially if you overeat like me. (laughs) Well, look, I'm all for clean eating and being conscious of what we put into our bodies, But I just struggle with seeing where the line is between watching what we eat and obsessing over it. Mm. I don't think there's a line more that, you know, if something that I do, like eating a lot of junk food is seen as all right to me, but it could be seen as really bad for someone else. So I think it's up to interpretation, but it's more the result of that. I mean, like today, you know, us females, if we have belly fat, it's like, ew, what is this? It's so, it's so annoying because it's, it's such a normal thing. Yeah. And like the main thing about being a female is getting pregnant and giving life. So that's all around the belly. Yet there's this mission to have like the flattest stomach ever, like an ironing board. (laughs) I know it makes no sense. It's like we are so blessed and the stomach is so beautiful because it's where life is made. But it's something that is so shamed upon. You ha- has to be flat. It has to be like the runway models, but it's so unrealistic. You can't have a completely flat belly unless you're like starving yourself, unless you're just not, you don't have food freedom. It's so yes. unfortunate. And it's what so many people, you know, these days see that as beautiful. It's like, no, you know, like the fashion industry, social media is what is telling us that flat bellies are beautiful. It's normal. You need to have a bit of fat on you to survive. Yeah, and our relationship with food, it's such a like a reward and punishment system. Mm. And I just think a lot of the things we look at, like these flat stomachs, no one has them. In those magazines, they're even photoshopped. Those models are photoshopped. You know, yeah. I know some people do have like really naturally up and down slim bodies, but those models, when they get into the industry, they're 14 years old mm. and then they're continually striving to have that body Mm. and the most unfortunate thing is people don't realize that it's so unnatural and that everything you see on social media and campaigns they're basically all photoshopped and we look at that and we think I want that 
but it's not natural. It is not mm. normal and it's so unfortunate. Yeah, and there's two things there. One, this model outline isn't even real. So even the models probably develop eating disorders to keep up with that. Mm. And the other thing is there's no body diversity in mm. fashion. Literally, exactly. Exactly, and that's when an unhealthy relationship with food happens and that's why it is so it is so important that every day like you just look at yourself in the mirror and instead of thinking pointing out the bad things you point out the good things when you keep something inside and you think about it it's not very effective but when you say it out loud it's 10 times more effective and that's for positive feedback but if you're talking negatively about yourself Mm. it is 40 to 70 times more effective so that's why when you look in the mirror arabella what do you say about your body? What do you see? I sometimes laugh at it because sometimes <laughs> it looks silly. <laughs> How? <laughs> How? You have a beautiful body. You're very blessed. And something that you see is wrong with it, I wouldn't see it. Like I look at you and I think you're slim, you're beautiful. And that's something too, the language we use around our bodies and how we speak to each other. Like even when someone's giving me a compliment about, oh, you have a good rig. Like, what is that, a boat? I have like, a streamlined <laughs> boat today. Literally. I think that um, that comes a lot from males. Um, well, not males, um, more like teenage boys. Yeah, I don't know. We do it to each other. Even like if I'm like if a friend's feeling particularly big that day, she'll be like, I feel like a heifer. Like, where do we get these ideas Wait, from? I've never heard of heifer. What is that? Is that like a big animal? Really? Let's I've Google ne- it. Yeah. <laughs> Google it. In I feel the like it's a pig of some <laughs> We'll look at it whilst we're playing the song. So this is our first track of the episode and it is Falling Apart by Young Franco, Denzel Curry and Pell. Young Felipe, never been concerned about the he say, she say. Look at my bigger can you see it's my B day. Every day, all day, but I do not eat cake and I do not see hate. Stink Mina, my demeanor with the Nina. Senoritas wanna meet me at the Catalina. Wine mixer, mix it up with my elixir. Overlooking the ocean, I hoping I see flipper. Young Felipe, moving like a GTA, but not CJ, more like Tommy. Copy, facts. Spacey nigga, you could call me Drax, ran every fucking track, and you know it's about to stop. Uh. Say they want fire, let it burn up. Tryna break my habits, but some days I gotta burn up. Got your girl hooked off the truth, no sojourner. You know I'm job rule with the pen, ain't murder. So I was writing about tomorrow with today call. Throwing curves at a nigga, no baseball. We work through it, hashtag, no days off. Feeling high, feeling blessed, no thanks God. Dudes hating on my lines, no eight balls, but I got dope in my quote speech, napalm. So before you wanna ride, ticket breaks, y'all on very thin ice with some really cheap skates. Margarita, no food, we do very cheap dates. Don't give me bad mood, but the head mad great. Uh, What's in my wallet? The keys to their heart is a deposit. Uh, 
That was Fallen Apart by Young Franco, Denzel Curry and Pell. Okay, so here Alexandra and I are still discussing the topic of our body images and we're seeing that it's coming up in a lot of media and fashion and that's what's kind of putting into our heads that we have to be this certain type of beautiful Mm. because it is important for us to be healthy, but where are we seeing that we have to look this certain way? Do you even – I know we were talking about um, like – fashion designs before and even mannequins why are Mm. mannequins so thin no one looks like that it's because they match the models that on the runway that wear their clothes it's ridiculous and it definitely all stems from social media and the fashion industry i mean the stereotypical body shape for a runway model is slim narrow not boot no boobs no bottom and a size zero that doesn't even exist And even when they put images of those models up in magazines, they Photoshop those images. And even for men, they do this for guys too. So we're both striving to these like totally unrealistic images. And I know you were researching this before, Alex, but do you want to get into that body shapes? Because it kind of goes... Mm, Definitely. Yes. So when I see runway models, I don't see myself there because I don't have the body type that the models have. And what people don't realise is that there are three body types that a humans have. Yes. Someone who is a endomorph will never be someone, will never model on a runway because they're ectomorphs. I'm a mesomorph and it sounds so weird. What are these morphs? Like animals, <laughs> I'm into this. These are the three body types us humans have. And I'm a mesomorph. So firstly, I'll say a mesomorph has an athletic, solid and strong build. You know, we're not overweight, but we're not underweight. And basically, we can eat what we want without worrying about too much putting on too much weight. Though mm-hmm. I do that and it's actually having a bad um, bad uh, impact on, my, on me internally. Like I'm really struggling to exercise because I, doesn't, I don't see it on the outside, but I really feel like bad on the inside. Because certain foods can affect your energy mm. levels. and Exactly. And then there's the ectomorph, which is what you are. I th- yeah. Okay. And you long, lean, little body fat, little muscle, um, and it would be it's harder to gain weight when you're an ectomorph. You're like slim, narrow, and they are runway models. And honestly, they are genetically blessed individuals. <laughs> See, we're falling into that <gasps> trap. Yeah. Oh my god, I am. You know where I got that from? I got that from um, where was it? It was, I think it was Stanford University. Um, their site which um talks about the three body types. And I was reading off it before, and they say that quote, genetically blessed individuals, which is really bad to say but see we're pulling ourselves up on it this is like starting to change to the I'm culture. glad you pulled me up on that because I shouldn't be saying that no, and we then all everyone do is blessed. it literally without even knowing it's what this society has anyway endomorphs and I wonder, oh yeah get to that one oh, no, endomorphs that's the final one so these are like maybe like footy players these are people that are more typically typically larger they have stronger bones they do have um more fat on their bodies and also they're the ones I see surviving the longest. So these are oh. people that you literally, because you have stronger bones, unlike ectomorphs and endomorphs, thinner bones. Endomorphs are more larger and it is harder, a slower metabolism and it is harder to lose weight. But they are m- much stronger internally. And another thing, yeah, I'm realising is that sometimes people focus on eating really healthy and really obsessing over it so that they can be thin and look healthy but sometimes you can be chubbier and be healthy you can't achieve your like ideal body type which is 
Yeah, but sometimes being chubby doesn't mean you're unhealthy. Mm. So where do we get that being thin and having a six-pack means healthy? Yeah, see, that's the thing. People are not educated on the three body types. You know, when I look at people on Instagram, I think, oh, I'd love to have her body. But the thing is, if I exercised exactly how she did, I would not have the same body as her. Neither would you because we have our own body types. How do you know she doesn't Photoshop and put filters on that? Maybe she doesn't even have that body. Exactly. She's probably like an alien computer version of herself. (laughs) Yeah, that's the problem. And that's why when people follow maybe fitness um, influencers on Instagram or look at people like models and think, oh, I want that body and work for that body and maybe never achieve it. It's because you can't. You need to look into what body type you are and so that you can exercise and eat so you can best you know you can be your best version of yourself and things like diets also you know specific eating plans that doesn't suit everyone everyone Mm. has different insides everyone has different intolerances so something that works for one person doesn't necessarily mean it works for everyone and this kind of stuff I know we're talking about social media and Instagram but this has been happening for so long that's true even before social media yeah and we could look at it through like a feminist or a patriarchal lens but you see it in things like skin colour, having certain hairstyles, mm. um, like for some cultures having large eyes, having whiter skin. So I wonder if it's like a deeper thing too of almost like taking power away from us and making us feel like we're not good enough. Yeah. And I think that if we take it to another level, I think that's mm. from the from society doing that to us females. That's where we actually go and buy products. And males, that companies, yeah. yeah, so companies, for example, companies that have like waist trainers may say may choose a typical body type like ours and then say wait until you wear this and then exactly so we are then like oh my gosh I am insecure I should be skinnier so then we go and buy it yeah and like I really acknowledge this is for guys and girls but also if this is all just for people to make money and businesses Mm, and advertise that are messing with our psyche that is it's messed it's messed up (laughs) but people are selfish and they they advertise and they actually manipulate you so that you will go and buy their products because you feel bad and you want just one little final story before we go to a song. I went to a burlesque show recently mm-hmm. and there were like such different girls with totally different body shapes and like little lingerie, bra and undie things. And I hadn't seen some of those body shapes before. And they were so beautiful. And I was seeing it with my friend. She's like, I've never seen that. Like we don't get to see how many beautiful bodies there are. We only mm. get to see like certain ones in bikinis. And sometimes I wonder if it's clothes that stuff it up for everyone because mm. clothes are made like so narrowly that it doesn't actually accentuate all the beautiful parts like so many women and guys have. Exactly, exactly. Um, You know, but clothes are made for one particular body type, for the slim. You know, they should be clothing brands actually make for different body types of people who are normally larger or musclier. Like I'm everything in between. I'm more muscly, exactly, yeah. and I can't fit into the majority of jeans that I try on because that athletic build for someone like you, because you're, be- you're beautiful and slim, I feel like we you... We are all beautiful. <laughs> we are all beautiful. Yeah. I feel like you'd be able to fit into more more clothes. Oh, I've been cut out of clothes many a times at um, clothes shops. I've actually been cut out of the David Jones change room about three times in my life because I put on something, I'm not joking, that looked like it fit me and it didn't and I no. kind of did the jumping thing and got it on and I had to get cut out of it. Ev- no, yeah. every... S- <laughs> you <Yeah>. know what? <laughs> how, how many people have actually been through that? That's what I would like to know because honestly, you just think, no, no, I can fit into this. Yeah. Everyone experiences it. And if the shop assistant's it. like, I don't know if that fits you, like, it will fit me. It will fit. It's my <laughs> size and then it's really not. <laughs> Jeez, do you have to pay for those clothes that they cut out? 
Look, there's a bit of a time ago, but no, I didn't have to pay for them. Uh, yeah, them falsely advertised the wrong size. <laughs> On oh that note, we're going to go to the next song, which is Pharrell singing Marilyn Monroe. different.
say thank you and we take it back wish so hard i was so hard that it came true then my luck star i guess you came from behind the moon i put my arms around you and i promise not to abuse you That song was Girls by Pharrell Williams, a song that talks about wanting different type of girls. <laughs> that was a long song, but I didn't mind it. Good, good. Can you please tell everyone the story you told me before about the Cosmopolitan magazine? Because I think it's really relevant to uh, yeah. what we're talking about. Yep. So apparently in 2001 or two, 2002, it was the first year that an Australian magazine, they had a cover girl, a cover photo shoot of someone that was like plus size considered and mm. it was actually from season one of Big Brother, Sarah Marie. I don't know if you remember Wait, her. What size was she? Like plus size? I think point. I read that it was like she was a size 12. Wait, what? Yeah. That isn't, what? And the edit, No, yeah. that's not plus size. That's like majority of sizes. Right. And it was like unheard of at the time what and the, the editor, Mia Friedman, like went out on a limb here. And apparently a lot of the photographers that assisted on that shoot didn't want to be associated with it because in the fashion industry, they didn't want to be seen a part of putting that woman or that size person on a cover. No. How dare they? So I can't help but to think the fashion industry has a lot to do with these images and how we feel and think. Without a doubt, because they are the ones that put these images out into the world, the models... Mm. Runways. But to think even, yeah, the editor was doing something that was a bit taboo then. It's like, where does it come from? You yeah. know, like, so interesting. Wow. Big Brother, really. That was, breaking waves. Yeah. <laughs> that was decades ago. And the fact that it's, this stuff is still still a problem today. Mm. Wow. There's so much change happening in the world right now. And like this, what's this, I don't know, the cancel culture, stop cancel culture. Why mm. can't people, why can't we all be changing our attitudes about what we're talking about now, about about just inc- inclusion and plus size and mm. that it, there's no size on beauty. But isn't that funny? We can sit here and like intellectually we get it, but look at we still look at ourselves and think we're not perfect. Like yeah. I personally, you know about body dysmorphia? I feel like I still have body dysmorphia. Well, <laughs> before we say that, I should say our definitions so yeah. that people are actually aware of what it is. And it's basically where... You obsess over a physical flaw that other people can't see. Like, um, just an analogy. Imagine you're like a teenager and you have a pimple on your nose and every time you walk past a reflective surface, the pimple becomes bigger to you and you become more and more focused on it and other people can't actually see what you're obsessing over. 
So that's what it's like having BDD. Yeah, and you fixate on something. And also not knowing how you really look. So Mm. sometimes I'll look in the mirror and I don't know if I'm bigger or smaller. I I don't know what I see. So sometimes I have to like weigh myself or the clothes I wear will indicate to me how I'm looking because I can't see it. Look, when it comes to weighing yourself, if you're someone that goes to the gym, has a lot of muscle mass, the worst thing you can do is judge your progress of weighing yourself because Mm. muscle weighs more than fat. And that is such a hard fact and it is so important. That's why I don't wear myself anymore. One, because it's so off because I have Mm. a lot of muscle. Or water weight, the times you weigh yourself. Yeah, exactly. So if you are going to weigh yourself, you do it straight after you go to the bathroom when you wake up because that is your true weight. But I don't like pushing weighing yourself. I don't do it because I don't – I like to just – you know, in my own time, maybe exercise here and there, my own progress. And I don't like to get influenced by the media because then we feel bad about ourselves. Mm, it can be so consuming thinking about mm. what you're putting into your body. So how do you, how's your relationship with like food and your body image, Alexandra? It is a lot better than what it was when I was in school. I have <laughs> a bad relationship with food in a way that I eat so much junk. I have food freedom completely. Um, so what is food freedom? Food freedom, I've been hearing it a lot recently. Mm. I don't have like a proper definition for it, but it's basically where you don't restrict yourself on what you eat. You don't feel guilty. You don't, you can just basically eat what you want when you want. And that's something, hey, associating guilt with food. Mm, I know. I still feel guilty every time I have junk, but I shouldn't. I should love it. I mean, I wake up and I eat chocolate and ice cream. <laughs> but like, And it's about a balance. Look, if you, exactly. I sometimes think if I'm going to pig out and then I go for a big walk, it balances it out. Exactly. And it's about not letting what the internet says just get to you. Remember, say out loud in the mirror, you are beautiful, you are strong, you are stunning, and you will believe it eventually. Every single morning, say it. Yeah, positive influences. I looked up food freedom. Oh, what does it say? It's the feeling in control of the food that you eat instead of the food controlling you. Mm, okay. So it's about control. That makes sense. Look, I think that it, it's very hard to achieve to get to that stage where you do have complete food freedom, especially with people like, like the Kardashians who are always posting the food that they have they're restricting themselves they only have salads and it's like it's not the only way Mm. and that's the funny thing with the Kardashians I feel in one way Kim did a lot for positive body image in one way I somehow think that with like showing her big butt and for a long time girls didn't like to have a big butt like it wasn't a thing it wasn't in magazines it wasn't seen as beautiful but since she kind of made it cool girls were kind of proud to have that body shape but on the flip side of that she has so much plastic surgery and as you said promotes like eating Mm. in such particular ways of living and maintaining how she looks that it's kind of like the counter effect yeah look yeah she you know the Kardashians all of it they post such unrealistic images and it then young women follow and, and they, they feel bad know. about themselves. Yeah. yeah, they don't know any better that they, they, they edit everything. It's like when that photo was circulating of Khloe Kardashian and it was a completely unedited photo of her in a bikini that her grandma took. Did you see that? Yeah, and then she got up. Yeah, and then Kim texted everyone who had a copy of the photo being like, take it down, take it down. Like, it's bad lighting. My sister looks like horrible. She looked 
good. She looked good. Yeah, like, I saw a lot of things about that and then criticizing her for asking to take it down. But then I wonder, did she ask to take it down because she knew she was going to get so much backlash? Because it wasn't edited. That yeah. is why. Because she says she looks horrible. She looked good. She was completely natural. But maybe she's going to get all these comments that are like, look at you, you're a heifer. And then she just didn't want that to happen. It's such a... It is a shame. Yeah. It is a big shame. But I've shared a little bit about myself. You tell me, how do you feel about body... Your body. Yeah. So I'm kind of similar to you that sometimes I'll just like eat whatever I want. And some people look at me, especially at work, like, how are you always eating carbs? <laughs> um, but I just love carbs. But then I'll definitely have days where I'll try and balance that out. So if I have days where I pick out, I'll have days where I like do more clean eating. And I try to really think about what I'm putting into my body. Because even like in a spiritual way, I like to think that we're putting like good things into our bodies that aren't like processed. Um, exactly. And I try to exercise I think for me I have to be really active to feel like good so I let out my energy through walking so I can kind of do it that way but you know I look in the mirror I'm constantly thinking about um how I'm looking that day and if I feel a bit like more bloated I will like like focus on that part of my body and I feel Mm. different I feel I might if I feel like a bit sluggish one day I don't walk as well like I kind of I should like put my shoulders up more really yeah so it's like I get all this stuff but I'm still like victim to it well I'm really proud of you that you're actually recognizing this and that you're being able (laughs) now you're all good sorry to cut you short but that is all we have for today thank you for tuning into breaking waves here on 89.7 Eastside FM I'm Alexandra Healy and Arabella Alamy and we'll see you in six weeks actually you can follow me on Instagram alexandra.healy h-e-l-y you're listening to People Powered Radio, proudly supported by the Community Broadcasting Foundation. The Community Broadcasting Foundation resources community-owned and operated media stations just like this one that connect people and tell vital local stories so that we all enjoy a more vibrant, inclusive Australian culture and healthy democracy. Find out more about our work at cbf.com.au.